This is the Christian Fellowship Guild podcast show. Today is Monday, March 9th, 2020. The title of today's first devotional is The Two Sides of Salvation. I'm going to be looking at Romans chapter 3, verses 21 to 23. It says, The righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, through faith in Jesus Christ, to all and on all who b- believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Salvation. The mention of God's gracious gracious intervention on our behalf strikes a chord of gratitude and humility among the faithful. Yet all too often our focus rests only on half of the sacrificial work that enables us to be born again. Certainly Jesus died on the cross, substituting himself for us and taking the punishment for our sins. We celebrate, and rightfully so, the joy of knowing that even though we fall short of God's holy standards, our sins are forgiven. This, however, is only half of the gospel. Jesus not only removed our guilt, but he also imparted his innocence to us. Our salvation is possible because God takes our sins from us, and he gives his righteousness to us. In other words, to have faith in Jesus Christ is to stand in righteousness before God. Because of our Savior, Our behavior is to be an expression of the righteousness we already possess, rather than a means to obtain it. Do you feel like you cannot live the Christian life? Jesus lived it for you. Are you concerned about those sins that repeatedly entice you? Jesus overcame them. Grace is evident in what God did through Jesus on the cross and in what he continues to do for us, empowering us to be his light and love in this dark and hurting world. Let's pray. Father, thank you for taking my sins away and for giving me the perfect righteousness of Jesus. Help me become the person you have already declared me to be because of the cross. I yield my life to you today. In Jesus' holy name, amen. I did want to mention before we get into the couple's devotional, and I'll mention it again at the end of the podcast, um, I have set up uh, an email for you guys to get a hold of me directly. It's Christian Fellowship Guild at gmail.com again christian fellowship guild at gmail.com and the title of today's couples devotional is children are a heritage from the lord uh the scripture is psalm chapter 127 verses 1 through 5 with the key verses being verses 3 through 5 which say sons are a heritage from the lord children a reward from him Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies in the gate. Entrepreneur and public speaker Wilson Harrell remembers his best teacher. When I was 11, my father made me a cotton buyer at his gin. Now, I knew cotton, but I was well aware that my father was entrusting an 11-year-old with an awesome responsibility. When I cut a bale, I pulled out a wad, examined the sample, identified the grade, and set the price. I will never forget the first farmer I faced. He looked at me, called my father over, and said, Elias, I've worked too hard to have an 11-year-old boy decide what I'll live on next year. My father was a man of few words. His grade stands, he answered, and walked away. Over the years, my father never publicly changed my grade. However, when we were alone, he'd check my work If I'd undergraded and paid too little, I'd have to go tell the farmer I'd made a mistake and pay him the difference. 
If I'd overdrated, my father wouldn't say a word. He'd just look at me. It was worse than a world-class chewing out. I'm not sure my father knew anything about entrepreneurship, but he understood an awful lot about making a man out of a boy. He gave me responsibility and then backed my hand. He also taught me that fairness builds a business and that the willingness to admit and correct mistakes is a sure way to bring customers back. We as parents are encouraged to raise our children in the boundary of God's discipline and knowledge and acceptance of his son, Jesus. With that, scripture says they will have peace. As we look around at various children at school, in the malls, on vacation, or in the neighborhood, we find very few of them at peace. However, when we do find a child that reflects peace, we know where it comes from. A parent who knows the Lord and who has come to a very basic decision in his or her own life. As parents, we are to model the attributes of Christian character as listed, listed in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Step out with a plan today to teach your children to be people with goodness to themselves and to others. Let's pray. Father God, you know that we want to teach our children according to your principles. We don't want to move ahead of you. We want to give our children room to grow in their character development. Let us stand back when we want to overcorrect. May our children see us in the right perspective of our purest intent. Thank you, God, for these guiding principles. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Some action points. Uh, first, what can you learn from today's lesson? Second, how will you implement these ideas? Third, let one of your children decide what the evening meal will be and have him or her help you in its preparation. Next week, trade off with another child. And finally, pop some popcorn for evening dessert. For further reading, Acts chapter 16, verse 31, Acts chapter 2, verse 39, Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3, and finally, Psalm chapter 128, verse 3. Bit of a quote from John F. Westfall to finish off, title being, We Belong in Families. No matter how difficult life becomes, we belong in families. There may be times when we let down those we love and fail people who care the most. But through it all, we discover a group of people who make us feel that we belong, who say, what happens to you matters to me. Thus, we stand together and face all of life with a confidence born of a sure identity in the family. In spite of the pain, frustration, and embarrassment, the unavoidable world of life in the family is still God's gift. The caring, nurture, and confidence that comes from being seen at our worst and still knowing that we belong is his gift to us. It is the place where we can love one another over the long haul. It is a place where we see his power and grace demonstrated over and over again. So... I think I looked at this the um, the schedule of my podcast, and as far as I can tell, we are in the sixth week of the podcast, which is to me amazing because you know God's given me the time to be able to bring this to to my my audience and whoever may be listening out there. Um, so I pray that you, somebody out there is getting something from these devotional daily devotionals. Um, like I said previously, I want to mention again the email. If you guys want to get a hold of me, or I'm, I guess I could start a prayer list or a prayer chain going. Again, it's Christian Fellowship Guild 
at gmail.com, christianfellowshipguild at gmail.com. And besides that, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.